You know, it's interesting about this. I mean, you had just touched on something that I am so incredibly passionate about, and it is the intangible yet yet very tangible, if, if you really dig into it, concept of what the cost truly is. I mean, so many are focused simply on what they can see on a P&L or a profit and loss, but they're not really focused on what the implications are of certain what they think are fixed costs. And it's kind of this economy thing. Like, look, look at today. I mean, very real today. Look at what's happening with the the markets. And they're all tanking and people are panicking. And and they're not sure what's, you know, do, causing this and that. And there's speculation and there's conspiracies and all these sorts of things. And people are panicking. I submit that people should be having this same level of panic for not keeping track of the internal economy of the store by simply suggesting that, hey, uh, employee A, let's call let's call him Mike. <laughs> See how original I am. I go for the most common name in the the name book. So so Mike gets paid forty thousand dollars a year. That forty thousand dollars a year goes onto the P and L, and and the owner or the controller or the accountant or everybody go great. Mike costs forty thousand a year. But then all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, but who's keeping track of how much productivity gets put inside of that $40,000 a year? Like, what is the actual multiple in, in, in accounting for the inefficiencies? Like, how much time did I have to spend, to, to your point, how much time did I have to spend tracking down the title work or the financing documentation? How much time did it cost us uh, on top of, you, you see, because of the way my mind works, and maybe I'm completely crazy, but I think like, okay, yeah, it cost him $40,000 a year to have Mike as an employee. But if Mike isn't running at optimal efficiency, he's actually costing me more than 40000 a year because he could have been able to produce much more for that same price. Well, as a matter of fact, many times uh, during close periods, you know, we're trying to close right. a month. Yeah, uh, they're incurring overtime. So Mike may not, you know, his base salary may be 40,000, but you may be paying him overtime. And a lot of it is because of these inefficiencies, as a matter of fact. And not only that, I'll take this a step further. You know, you, you have to basically a well run. And it doesn't matter the industry, really. Uh, it could be dealerships and it can buy, be any kind of a company. You sure. basically don't want to have your accounting department be merely a data entry uh, function. You want to you know, have, it should be 20 or 30% data entry or, you know, let's call it compliance and, and uh, number crunching. But the other 70 or 80% should really be uh, analysis and providing you with, uh, you know, a picture of where you stand. What is your cash flow every day? Are you able to know that with, you know, with precision? Or do you know what your uh, profitability is per vehicle? Uh, to the extent that you know, okay, if I, you know, wouldn't it be better if Mike spent his time looking at, okay, what is my cost uh, on 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 uh, on a deal? Uh, how much is you know it's coming in through rebates, and what is my true gross profit? Uh, and using and taking even a step further, leveraging some of the other technologies that are out there, and spending time on uh, fine tuning reporting from uh, add-on tools such as Accessa is one of them. There are many out there that are add-ons. If you have, if you turn your your back office more from a data entry number crunching to analysis, and that would be a better use of that forty thousand or fifty thousand dollar salary. Interesting, you know, and I love this. This 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 speaks to my analytical brain because 
I'm a I'm a to the penny kind of guy. Like I hate maybe hate's the wrong word, but I I loathe and I'm just going for equally horrible words. But I, I can't stand when somebody's like you know, if I go, hey, well, what, what, what did that cost? And they go, oh, well, it was, it was like five hundred bucks. No, 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 no. Was it actually five hundred dot zero zero, or was it four ninety seven twenty three, or was it actually six hundred? Or like, don't, don't sugarcoat it. Like, give me the actual number because it's in those, those pennies. I think, I think so often we, we write off the pennies, the nickels, the dimes, not realizing that we've probably spent. You know, and then all of a sudden we're like, wait, how come we're a hundred, two, three, four, five hundred thousand dollars over budget? That's exactly right. And that that leads me to another point, which is um, a lot of the, you know, relatedly, you know, if you have the right reporting, you can analyze your expenses. I always recommend that dealership owners analyze their expenses on a 12 month rolling basis so they could see where, uh, you know, there may be deviate, they may be deviating uh, from uh, the, their expectation, whether it's you know through a budget or just knowledge of hey why am I spending so much now on uniforms, or why did my uh, computer uh, expense go up? Why did my uh, you know advertising go up? What happened? That's did we put place another ad I was not aware of. All kinds of things that basically you can see by spending your time looking at the numbers. But if your accounting department is busy at your office manager or controller, all they're doing is deal processing and spitting out a dealer statement that's sent to the manufacturer. You're really doing a disservice to yourself if you don't have that additional data. Sure. So, and the best run dealerships are the ones that know their numbers. Uh, just like it's just as important to know what's in in your lot. You know what what vehicles are in your lot, especially with used cars. What is in your lot? Know your lot. Know your cars. Know your inventory. Is this important to know your numbers and know what uh, uh, what's driving your your profitability? And it, and it goes from uh, analyzing your revenue, understanding really uh, are you are you leaving money on the table on used car deals? Are you wholesaling too many vehicles, for example, that maybe you should be retailing instead? Uh, and, and unless you you know you partner with your, your back office to really provide you some of that analysis, um, it, it's you may know it intuitively, but it, it wouldn't it be better if you can see the hard numbers as to how profitable uh, you really are on a per deal basis.